0: friends. My name is Dave Miller. And I'm Al Spain, and we are your fuck buddies. Welcome back.
1: We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations.
0: Ooh. Simply put, we take uh, questions from Reddit, usually, or from our dear listeners, and we answer them on the topics of sex and dating.
1: We talked about it last week. We have a special, special guest uh, this week, and we're not going to talk about any bummer issues like we have been doing recently. Well, um, maybe, I right should,
0: maybe I should maybe I just point out that demon semen is trending as we speak.
1: Yes, uh, demon semen is happening.
0: That's, that's. I'm going to leave it at that.
1: So this week, we have a very exciting guest. We've talked about uh, the site in the past, uh, Tickle Life. Um, we've mentioned it uh, last week and and when we, we first started it. Um, But this week, we are lucky enough to have the CEO and founder of the site, uh, Shakun, joining us to answer some questions. Um, And again, you are our second uh, real-life sexpert. So thank you very much for joining us.
2: (laughs) Really? That's a lot of
1: pressure. (laughs) You'll be fine.
2: Yeah, But thank you so much for having me here.
0: No worries. I'm sorry it is so late. Uh, I guess we didn't factor in the time difference well enough.
2: Ah, uh, I've become a night bird. So it's absolutely fine.
0: I hear you. I'm pretty much the same. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, I figured if, you, if you'd if you like, uh, maybe you could begin with like just a little bit of an introduction to like Tickle, because I feel like however we describe it, it's never going to be as good as it coming from your own
2: mouth. <laughs> sure. So Tickle.life is the world's first discovery platform for sexual well-being. What we are trying to create is a single ecosystem for anything and everything about sexual, sexuality, sex, sexual well-being that you can find in this universe. And in this journey, we already do have over 350 collaborators who are from this industry. Uh, we do have over 1,000 podcasts. And you guys, I love your podcast, is one of them. Thank you. Yeah, and we have um, new features that we keep on rolling out. Like we have a market space, which was just launched last to last like two weeks back called Shop. So yeah, so a lot is happening. So overall, it's something to make you discover what you're looking out for, where your sexuality is concerned.
1: Um, So one of the questions when I was talking about it um, with people I know and on social media and stuff is um, what what sort of like what's your background in the industry that made you inspired to do this because this is a huge undertaking and you've done a very good job at it so what what sort of like what was the catalyst for all this
2: uh i think the biggest catalyst was i'm an outsider and i do not have any qualification where sexuality is concerned all i come with is inquisitiveness i was inquisitive i went to a sex toy shop And I was so scared to go inside one because I did not know what if I offend or what if I end up saying something completely wrong. So so what do I do? I lie. And I give a fabricated (laughs) reason that I'm going to buy something for my aunt who's like 65. (laughs) (laughs) And I really have, I still am trying to figure out who is that aunt or what, you know, subconsciously my, my being is trying to tell me. And and you know the biggest uh, catalyst was when the person asked me what does she like. So the interesting mm-hmm. thing is Shakun doesn't like what she you know Shakun doesn't know what she likes. So mm-hmm. pretty sure that she would not like what this fabricated aunt would. <laughs> you know so so it's just it's just interesting and and when I started with this uh, journey of exploring, I just realized that there are a lot and lot and lot of people. In the same state as i am like we are okay to talk about it we get to travel we get to see we get to read we get to talk but still we are not ready to because what if we end up offending offending Mm -hmm. someone since we do not know and that is why tickle dot life was started
0: nice yeah i feel like sex and dating is is one of those things where like when we started this i kind of figured i was like we're going to run out of questions at some point, Mm -hmm. but you just don't like, and that's why I think it's, it's such a good thing to like, tickles great because from what I've seen, it's always something new. It's always something from a different perspective. It's on topics that either like, I definitely want to know more about or topics that I didn't know I needed to know more about, you know, it's always something new. And I think it's, it's actually a really cool kind of like collaborative space.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So we make it a point that it gets updated every day. Wow. So every single day you will see something new on the yeah. platform. That's an undertaking that we have taken, but it was only possible because of the industry. And there's so many people who are doing such fabulous work. I just think that you know we all just needed to come together and that's what's mm. happening. And it's just a fascinating time to be alive in when people are ready to collaborate. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. you made a good point where it's like it's it's one of those things where no matter how inquisitive you are, if you don't have resources to sort of pull from, it kind of goes to waste or you start making things up and, you know, you you are misinformed as opposed to informing yourself. So it's really cool to be like, you know, you can have that inquisitive and now pull from a resource of authentic experiences and, you know, real world applications of things like one of the big things for me is I it drives you crazy when you look up uh, a topic or you see someone share an article and it's about um, either a certain kink or, you know, about trans rights or something. And the author isn't trans or, but uh, there's, there's so many things on Tickle where it's like, if you want to learn about, you know, transsexuality and transsexual health and stuff like that, there are trans writers contributing. And so you're getting like the most authentic information that you possibly can.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, the 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 biggest thing there is that people want to share, mm-hmm. and they were just looking out for a place, and somehow they just stumbled upon <laughs> Tiggle Dot Life, and they started sharing. So there, we also do have when you're talking about trans people, we also I think we do have few open diaries that are being written by people who are transitioning. So whenever some major milestone happens in their life they write it down for oh, other thanks. people so that you know they, they can also learn something from it or take some support from it so it's it's just interesting like like for me i love going through tickle lot life because i get to learn and especially mm-hmm. when i'm in a stage when i myself am trying to explore what i am what my sexuality is it just makes it easier to get a plethora of information together for me to pick because because, because what I when when I was trying to figure out what I'm thinking or why I'm thinking in this direction, I just realized that you know people from different sexualities they they work in different silos, mm-hmm. and you just don't know what's happening. And and I always say that you know something which is unknown leads to skepticism, and skepticism leads to fear, and that's yeah. why a lot of fear has been created. So why not have a platform or a place where everything and anything that you can think of is put together so that if a person comes here, at least that person gets assurance or support to choose what they are comfortable with rather than us telling them what you are comfortable with. Mm-hmm. That's yeah.
0: nice because like the safety of it being online and like easily accessible means you don't have to fabricate uh you know, a sexually involved ant.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I would love
0: to know how deep the backstory of this ant went. Like <laughs> when you were, what did you fall down the hole of like just continually building this this character, or, or did oh, you really kind of touch the surface?
2: <laughs> oh, no. You know, I must have gone through approximately hundred sex toy shops all yeah. across Europe, and I must have fabricated so many of my relatives after. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm pretty sure a lot of these people or people must have been talking in the circle that there's this strange Indian woman whose entire family is horny. <laughs> 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 so but, but it's so funny because you know even if you say you know my I'm looking out for something for my brother, father, mother, sister, aunt, the answer is same still the same. What do they like?
1: Um so on the the topic of uh, informing, are you ready to answer some questions with us?
2: Ooh, absolutely.
1: Okay. Uh, now do you want to kick us off?
2: Uh, sure. I'll kick
0: us off with a user submitted question. Okay. Um, it's it's a it's a pretty easy one. Uh, it's it's uh it's not going to involve anything too in depth, or or it may. I don't know. <laughs> um, but this this kind of came about like not because of last week's episode, but in conjunction with last week's episode. When, uh, so the province of BC in Canada released COVID sex guidelines where they advocated for the use of glory holes. Uh, so one of our listeners, uh, their mother asked them in pure Mm. innocence, what a glory hole was, and they don't know how to explain it to their mother, nor do they want to. Mm. And they thought they'd come to us to do it for them.
2: Oh my God. I had no idea. Um, Mm, mm, it's like a wall. But there's, <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's like a wall, but there's there's a very interesting part in between which is open for people like if I'm talking to my mom, right?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I still can't like you know use the term. Um, so a place in between for private parts to mingle with each other, to interact with each other. <laughs> and then in this state you don't have to use a mask which is the best part
1: mm-hmm. because
2: you're not touching each other there so it's for your own safety extra protection
0: i'm really
1: glad i don't have to explain
0: this to my mom
1: uh, this is literally the reason we brought you on the podcast neither of us wanted to explain glory to our parents and, <laughs> um, my mom yeah
2: i you better not listen to this yeah
1: <laughs> I feel like I definitely
0: wouldn't use either mingle or interact.
1: <laughs>
2: really? I,
0: I don't know. I f- I feel like mingle is a is a very you know it's a loaded term. I don't know. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's a I, playful I, term. Yeah, it is. It is playful. And like I don't want to <laughs> be playful when I'm discussing sex with my parents. That's I don't know. Touching. I feel like I would go as clinical as possible, or it's just removed It'd just be like it's a wall you can have sex through.
2: See. See, yeah. now you have to understand I come from India and we do not use the term sex.
0: Okay. It so, is actually an Indian family this comes from. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: You should get you should give that person my number. I'm, <laughs> getting, I'm gonna have a call because I still remember I thought my parents are gonna disown me once they got to know about dot Life. Mm-hmm. They surprised me because they were like super excited about it. So I think Okay, I'm, nice. So yeah, so what's the next question? This is exciting. I'm getting excited.
1: <laughs> um, okay, so this one is going to be, I think, a little bit more discussion. Um, this comes from a Reddit user, Horror Bird. Um, and they say, sex when you're not sexy anymore. In the past three years, my husband and I have had two babies. I'm now re- or I'm now, thoroughly disgusted with my body. I've always been naturally thin, so I lost the weight really easily. But my stomach is wrinkly and saggy. My bur- My boobs aren't perky and firm. My nipples are too big. My waist is non-existent. I just want to know, is my husband as disgusted with my body as I am? I don't want to pat on the back or a lecture about involving, or involving loving my stretch marks. I'm just trying to wrap my head around, never wanting to, him to see me naked again.
2: Wow. Um, for me, I think the most important thing would be still to talk to the husband. Mm-hmm. You have to communicate because what if, what not is not a good state to be in. It's better mm, yeah. to know what's happening because once you know what the problem is then you can find solutions but if you do not know the problems then you then th- that's the worst place
0: yeah and like suffering in silence it's always going to bleed out somehow so instead yeah. of him knowing that you're upset or you're insecure or you know you're dealing with some body image problems he might just think that you're annoyed at him or you're disinterested <laughs> in sex or like and then he's going to maybe have a negative reaction that she's going to attribute to her body and it's just going to be this cycle of not opening up and like each person internalizing the other person's issues.
1: And there's also the assumption that like, he doesn't find her attractive. Mm -hmm. Like at no point in time, does it say that he's, you know, expressed any of that. She's upset with her body, which is, you know, a fair thing to feel, especially after birth. It's, it's a very common thing to go through. Um, But like, there's a very good chance that this man still finds her incredibly attractive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: everyone goes like everyone who has a kid goes through this and like, you know, their partners generally make it out fine. Um, so totally understandable where she's coming from. But another thing is, it's like, she says how to deal with not being sexy anymore when that's not necessarily true. It's, she doesn't feel sexy anymore. Yeah. You know? And like, unfortunately, like in this case, I guess like being sexy is, it's a lot involved with like your attitude and your confidence. Um, and unfortunately, when you are, you know, down about your appearance and not feeling it, that's also going to come out. So, you know, unfortunately, I know it, it sounds like really typical and cliche just to be like, you know, you got to love yourself and whatever. Like she even says she doesn't really want that. But that's kind of more sexy than anything.
2: See, see but, I, but I also think that, that she's alone because if she's mm-hmm. going on Reddit and she's not even able to talk to her partner. Mm-hmm. So so it still boils down to the same thing that she has to start communicating to find mm-hmm. a solution you know yeah it's communication absolutely 100%. yeah absolutely it's it's okay about you know loving yourself but but how will you start loving yourself you would not even reach that stage unless you're like completely sure of what what is wrong maybe it's not even about how your body looks anymore maybe it's something much deeper
1: yeah i mean like depending on how soon these I mean, like past three years, like postpartum depression is, is very much a real thing that could be, you know, she's struggling with as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I even just like having a kid is, is tough. So like even like on an energy level and like on a free time basis, like you might not feel sexy in those ways as well because you're exhausted or you've spent the whole day, you know, running around after a child and like, you know, it, having a kid is messy and it's it's tough and it's tiring. So like These things could also contribute.
1: Also, imagine being in quarantine with a three-year-old. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So talk. Go and talk. If you're you're not comfortable to talk to your partner right now, talk to a friend. If you're not able to talk to a friend, go and hire a good therapist. If not, or, or a coach or anyone, but just go and talk.
0: I'm sure there are a lot of like resources, like for online, like new moms and stuff. Um, yeah, can, yeah, yeah. you know, Maybe you'll find support. And cause I can bet you every piece of money I own that other people have gone through this issue and finding support in that sense is always going to be invaluable. But what you said is I think the best advice is that if you don't tell your partner, they're not going to be able to help you, you know, and if they don't know what's wrong, like they might be inadvertently making things worse just because, you know, they're seeing the results of how you feel and not why you feel how you feel. Yeah, true. This is from user Chunky Large Toe on Reddit. How do I message a girl that I am not close to out of the blue? So, short story short, there's a female in my school. We are acquainted. So, now that I'm two months into summer, it'll be kind of awkward. I just felt like I would regret not taking initiative and starting a conversation. I think just saying, hey, what's up will suffice, but something just bubbles up inside me and prevents me from messaging her. I can't really describe the emotion because it's new to me, but I'm still insistent on trying to strike something up. So, my first question is What is the most optimal way to start a friendly conversation? Secondly, how to convince myself or gain the confidence to click that send button? Oh,
2: oh. it's such a oh question. Um, how would I do it? Um, I think the easiest thing to do is like, Hey, what's up? How did your summer go? Like, you know, what are you doing in summer? That's it. Simple. Keep it open ended, and and if uh, if the girl responds in, I think like in two days, then take it up, and if not, then forget it for now. And when you guys meet, then you can reinitiate your discussions. Uh, and then the second thing is uh, you don't have anything to lose, so it's fine even if you message somebody. It's better than just thinking about it again. I'm more of a doer. Then you're not know, a thinker. So usually what I do is I just say, and I just do. And then you, you think about you know whatever happens later on.
0: Like part of me wants to ask the like, instead of asking how you do it, maybe you should ask, okay. should you do it? But I also think that once your message is inoffensive enough and you do, which I think was very important that you message the or that you mentioned is the uh, leave it alone if it doesn't go anywhere part. So mm-hmm. I think if he does those two, then it, there's not too much possibility for harm um but i do think like just a hey what's up like if you don't know them well enough to send them a message then i think something so bland isn't gonna go down very well so like if they have something on like let's say you have them on instagram or facebook or whatever and they post something you can always engage them about that like let's say they say well i was gonna say like i'm going to a concert but we don't live in a world where that happens anymore so (laughs) You know, if they post something about like a new show or a new book or they cooked food or something, like maybe take them up on that topic because at least then you have something to talk about, and your initial response won't be so clearly like "Hey, yeah, I fuck."
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and to add to that, just don't say "Hey, you know what? Nice picture." That's not a yeah. response.
0: Yeah. No, that's that's not one either. Not- like, take them up on something that's not just "Hey, I want to fuck" because yeah. they know what you're doing, but at least the other way around, you're giving them like you're treating them more like a person than that fucking object, you know?
1: Yeah. Instagram stories are like a godsend. Like I wish that when I was dating Instagram stories, whereas like a, a day-to-day life activity. Um, Cause like you're literally getting up to date, sort of like beat by beat minute by minute updates on like what people are interested in. Mm-hmm. So if, if you're scrolling through and you're like, Oh, Hey, that's something I'm interested in. You now all of a sudden have something to talk about. Yeah.
0: Um.
1: So it's like, you're you're golden i i don't think there's anything wrong with the hey what's up um but if again like if you're not that close with this person i don't know if there's enough ammunition in there into because it's it could fall into the trap of like the hey what's up not much you not much yeah and then you're straight then you're like you got nowhere to go whereas like if again like if they're talking about a show or you know if they post a picture being like finally watching hamilton Mm -hmm. you got something to talk about hamilton was so good though (laughs) just on the side
0: so you cool.
2: guys are good. I'm pretty <laughs> sure you guys, you guys, like seriously, you you guys have your game up. Oh, <laughs> I'm impressed. I should ask you questions next <laughs> time if I send it, right. if I want to send Today. a message to it. Yeah,
0: we're
1: always open. Just send us <laughs> any questions you want.
2: Absolutely, I'll do that.
1: Um, this question comes from Mal off Reddit. Um, they're a 21 year old male. I want to have a threesome with my friends. But I'm in a relationship. I made friends with a couple three months ago, and we hit it off immediately. We had a threesome together while I was casually talking to my now girlfriend. These friends aren't from my area and will be in town for a week. They asked me if I want to have another threesome, but they know I have a girlfriend now and don't want to pressure me. For the past week, I've been battling with my moral compass, but my desire to experience this pleasure again is overwhelming. I want to have the threesome and stay with my girlfriend, but I know this will break her heart if she ever found out. What are your thoughts?
2: i want to hear you what you guys think what you guys think first
1: uh i say you can't have it both
0: ways uh you can either break up and have a threesome or you can stay faithful to the person you're in a committed relationship with because i think you're just being an asshole if you if you try and do it the other way you know like sex is great and all but people's feelings are i think more important you know like you can have sex again you can have this threesome another time it sounds like you know, it's not like this is the only time. Um, and even if it was, you can't just throw someone's feelings out the window like that. Personally, yeah. I say one or the other can't have both.
1: Well, I mean, there, I I think there is a situation in which you can have both. Um, and that is including your girlfriend. If she's into it.
2: I'm so with your
1: conversation. Yeah. Like you can have a conversation with her and be like, hey, um, so before we got together, I had a threesome with these people uh they've offered to do it again but you know they know i'm with someone would you be interested in the situation and if she says no then okay sorry you then have to make your choice like you said you either do it or you don't Mm -hmm. um but there is also the potential that this could be a really fun experience for both of you
2: i'm so with you on this because something similar had once happened to me so my, my boyfriend actually told me that, you know, this this couple, they they want us to have like threesome. And the thing is, like, I was not comfortable with it. But at least we had this discussion. Rather mm-hmm. than, you know, him him going and it just complicates things. It's better. Mm-hmm. You know, you just discuss. You never know what happens. And people surprise you.
0: Yeah, I think like depending, like you're never gonna know. Like, I know I've been in relationships where if I ever broached that conversation they wouldn't take it as an honest question with no ulterior motive and they would think mm-hmm. you know either i'm trying to you know like so you know yourself how your partner's going to react to that question but there's definitely no harm in asking if yeah. they say yes great if they say no you're back to square one which is make a choice the only thing i'm saying is i don't think you should cheat because that's just a shit oh, thing to do absolutely, no. absolutely
1: not
2: that's a big no
0: yeah i don't think yeah. anything's really worth that so no that's out it's like, the window
1: You make that choice. If you're sitting there and you're debating whether your relationship is worth not having this threesome, it's like you need to reevaluate how much this relationship means to you. Mm -hmm. Like either you want to continue to explore sexually or you want to be with this person or you try to, you know, instigate a situation where you can explore together. But like you make that call. You don't get to be like, I want to be with this person, but I also want to do all these other things at the expense of this person's feelings.
0: Yeah, because that's super not nice. And it's also probably going to be like, because the couple sound really nice. Like they sound like they've considered that person. So if you don't, they're going to be under the assumption that you're either allowed to, you know, they they might feel pretty shitty about it too because then they're complicit, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. The bottom line is do not cheat.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm.
2: And if you're scared about, you know, what if you will be single again, it's fine. Yeah, be
0: going into singlehood with a threesome. That's a great way to do it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah and like if you're if you're single again because of you wanting to experience threesomes then like that's kind of what you wanted yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like that's that's kind of the door you opened and now
0: you're walking through it yeah if you're single enough to want or if you want to have this enough to be single then you can't complain about being single because you're making the choice i think we could probably do one more do you have you have one more question in you? i do i have a few i'm not sure where we want to go like how how what are we feeling we want something light. We want something light on details. We want something heavy. <laughs> do you want something bizarre?
2: Um, let's do a bizarre because I think we haven't done that.
0: Okay, we'll go with this one. So, this is by A. My Life is a Mess on Reddit. Yes. Uh, my boyfriend, male 20 years old, thinks I'm gaslighting him because nothing comes out of my boobs when I'm horny. honestly my life is a fucking mess my boyfriend is a bit of a loner but it's never been a problem before we both love video games and to him i'm a catch because it's not often you find a pretty girl who likes games now that statement can be taken a lot of ways but it looks like a compliment to me so most of his life experiences come from the internet which is fine i guess but he really doesn't have that balance since we started dating i've been dragging him around with me and taking him to try new things We've had a couple obstacles, a period of time where he spent literally no attention to me and just played video games, which ended in March, thank God, and convincing him that smelling nice isn't a capitalist scheme, lol. <laughs> so I, 19-year-old female, was ready to lose my virginity to this guy. I really love him, and overall, he's amazing. He was also a virgin, so we were comfortable to just mess around. Next day, he's all standoffish and pissed at me. I ask why, and he's asked if I was just pretending to be into it. I say no, I was wet, you saw that, I love you, etc. And this... God, I'm so fucking pissed about it. He says, you're lying. If you are actually horny, milk would come out of your boobs. Oh, no. I just can't express how goddamn infuriating, angry, awful. I don't know. I just that seriously. Like he'd never been in reality or whatever. But dude, for fuck's sake, I'm in stunned silence. And he's like, I guess it's true. If you have nothing to say, I thought you weren't like other women, but you're all the same. Thought you loved me, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know. It's like I have the man I love and I have this bumbling idiot who also have to deal with. And it's shitty. Obviously, has only experienced sex from porn, never thought it out of the ordinary because he never talked to girls and only has brothers. Additionally, people he used to role play with would do it too. So he took it as fact. Oh. I tried so hard to explain, but it was like talking to a brick wall. He claimed I was gaslighting him, that I'm abusive. I'm going to cheat on him. And he was upset and believed I was an evil bitch. We haven't talked. We've both been crying. His friends are all yes, man. I think they've convinced him that it's a fact because he was chatting with them so much and they didn't like me. So it's not that hard to believe I was just an outsider in their eyes, flexing on them by going walks and joining clubs, I guess. Uh, and it just kind of goes on like that for a little bit. And then, it's such a stupid fucking idea. Why the fuck would I lactate during sex? I want the boyfriend I love back, and dumping him because liquid didn't dribble out my boobs is just embarrassing. What do I do?
2: I want to see that guy search history for porn. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, what do you type?
0: Like... I think you'd have to type something very specific to find porn where you're lactating while having sex like that. That doesn't even sound like something like maybe you could accidentally come across it.
1: No pun intended. (laughs) But I don't imagine you could consistently do that by accident. Hey, there's algorithms, man. If you're watching one thing, they maybe. So like, I mean, he's not wrong in the sense that she is like every other woman. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) in that she doesn't lactate when horny. (laughs)
1: i feel like there's a very simple solution to this and that is sending him like a youtube where he can
0: learn about anatomy and sex
1: yeah like Like? also i i've been watching porn since i was like 13 Mm -hmm. and at no point in time have i ever seen in like mainstream porn lactation or lactation play i know it exists i've seen it (laughs) But I've never seen it in mainstream, like any of the big names in porn, I don't think has ever broached into that territory. So I can't imagine that this dude, a 19 year old dude, has like hasn't seen porn where this doesn't happen. So like
0: one of my bits of advice would be that like, you know, we've said it before, but porn is not real life and porn should not be, you know, anyone's like sexual compass. But like, what if he knew that advice? And then one time he saw this one porn that had this, and he was like, now that's the real stuff. Maybe that's what he thought it meant this whole time, was like all that stuff where it's not lactating isn't real. And then he saw this one, and he was like, there we go. That's the real shit.
2: But come on, if you think about it, I'm assuming (laughs) that he knows how to read. and You you would hope so. Yeah, and there are descriptions on the videos.
0: Yeah, like you would imagine that would be the whole point of the video. And if it was the whole point of the video, then surely that would itself just prove that it's rare, you know, if they're making such a big deal out of it, if the whole video is that point.
1: I mean, I also feel like, like, sure, you might be gaslighting him, in like in from his point of view. Sure. But like a very, very, very easy Google search. Yeah. could solve this whole conundrum?
0: Now, he did think smelling nice was a capitalist scheme. So maybe he thinks the internet is also a capitalist scheme and it's lying to him and the truth is out there and that truth is horny milk.
1: Other than sort of like providing him like Wikipedia articles and stuff and being like, this isn't a thing. But I think, unfortunately, like this this reaction to this, I think is an indication that maybe he's not ready for a real relationship and especially not ready to have sex.
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, like
0: if someone's wrong, that's fine. You, people can be wrong. In fact, being wrong and being able to admit you're wrong is, is a really great thing. Um, but if someone's wrong and then when you talk to them, they flip out, disbelieve you and like say you're evil. Uh, yeah. that's, that's a pretty good indication that you should not date or fuck this person.
2: Absolutely. And right now, because there's so much information around, mm-hmm. it just doesn't fit.
0: That's the thing. Like, There's no excuse. You know, and again, if they're wrong and you sent them a link and they were like, wow, I messed up and you had a good laugh about it and moved on, that would be one thing.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I think there's also there's like that pride of being a a guy who doesn't know how women work. Mm -hmm. And I like I've seen a lot of dudes become very sour over that kind of shit. As opposed to being like, oh, shit. okay, now I know that you're not supposed to leak out of your nipples when you're aroused. Most people are going to take that as like. That is a shame he will never live down.
2: But I also have a feeling that he's insecure about other things and mm-hmm. he's just like finding some excuse because obviously after this fight he must have gone and searched. Just you to would be, hope so. Yeah. That th- that's like a that's like a you know like a normal reaction of any human being that at least you will ask like five people or two people at least. And while you're asking and if they're still saying it so so maybe the problem is something else and he's just using it as a as an excuse, so what? What I'm gonna say is like just run, <laughs>
1: just yeah. run, and I'm and just
2: there's, like, no yeah. point. there's no but,
0: just run. Point into the distance, be like, she's lactating, and when he turns around, you fucking run the other way.
1: <laughs> just tall ass, yeah, oh that, that, you're right.
0: Because even like the lack of knowledge is one thing, but like the reaction and just the, the whole trend there is indicative of how the rest of your relationship is gonna go. Yeah, it's not this one thing. Yeah,
2: Absolutely.
1: because like if every disagreement you have, and again, this isn't a disagreement. There is <laughs> science involved
0: and reality. There's science and reality on one side, and there's just like I guess weird <laughs> porn on the other.
2: Well, um you know, I, I was talking to a few people from the porn industry. I, I think I'm going to share this with them, and we might be creating a few um, informative videos. We we need this. This was never, like, this was never in the, even in, like, you know, even in our dreams. But this this needs to be there.
1: Yeah. Oh. And, hey, at the same time, maybe make some, some lactating videos. There's a market for it, apparently.
2: <laughs> but, but I need the right search uh, search terms then. So we need to connect with that guy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. it's, it's the one, like, I found it a few days ago and I haven't yeah. been able to stop thinking about it. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, God. But it's, it's always funny when I find a question like this. I'm like, oh man, can't wait to read this to Dane on while we're recording. Just watch you laugh.
1: I think we have time to do one more question. So I'm gonna hit you with this one's a little longer as well, but but I'll get through it. Um, this comes from Reddit user just uh, just a stray throwaway. I DM'd a girl, but she never replied. Should I ask her best friend, also my friend, to see what's up? Uh, please hear me out. I know this sounds desperate, but there's a bit of a backstory to it. A girl, let's call her Gertrude, was posted on a dating group that I'm part of on Facebook about a month ago. Her post became really popular, so no doubt she had a lot of guys DMing her, but she seems to have a lot of the same interests as me, uh, so I wanted to get to know her. However, I had only seen her post about a week ago, so I followed her on Instagram and DM'd her there. Since then, she either hasn't seen my message because it got mixed up with the rest of the DMs uh, she probably received, or she saw wasn't interested and ignored it. The thing is, back in high school, about 10 years ago, I was good friends with Gertrude's best friend. Let's call her Bertha. Gertrude and Bertha have been best friends since they were young. I've seen Bertha a handful of times since then, and it's always been chill catching up with her. I'm pretty certain Gertrude knows who I am and would have told Bertha about my DM to her if she had seen it. My question is, should I message Bertha to see if she knows about my DM to Gertrude? If she does know about it, I'll just assume that she didn't answer because she wasn't interested and leave it at that.
2: Oh my God! Why is he so fixated on DM? He's not a baby. <laughs> just directly ask, like, if he's not comfortable, asking directly to go through to ask Martha that. Hey, Martha, can you just like ask her if she's interested, and maybe we can catch up for coffee, drink, whatever.
1: Now, do you think, as a woman, do you think that is uh, like overreaching boundaries? Like, if someone, if I were to DM you a proposition or being like hey i would love to you know i'd love to catch up with you or i'd love to take you out and you didn't respond to me because for whatever reason i then went and asked your good friend be like hey so about Mm Shakun? do you think that's a breach of sort of like an overreach of boundaries
2: not really see i'm on a dating app or on a dating group right so at that Mm -hmm. point i'm already up to date someone if the person does not start stalking. That's a separate question altogether. And it's also not about consent because you don't even know why did she not see the DM. So you're just asking once the friend to just check. That hey, see, I'm interested in her. Would she like to go out with me? That's all.
0: I feel like I was on the same page as you when it was read out initially, you know, and it was like, is it okay if I ask a mutual friend who's friend with her? But then as the question went on, it doesn't sound like he knows Bertha all that much either.
1: No, he knew her 10 years ago.
0: Yeah. So like if they were close, you know what I mean? Like yeah. if I had messaged a friend of yours, Dane, I would have no hesitation being like, hey, Dane, like I messaged whatever. Like, did she say anything to you or whatever? You know what I mean? Because like we're close and it would be fine. But if someone I barely knew messaged me or someone I knew 10 years ago was like, hey, I messaged Jane in the dating app. Why didn't he respond? I'd probably be like, you're a crazy person because like it seems like the amount of effort and stuff you know like if someone didn't respond like they, they could have if they wanted to you know I think at the risk like I think you could risk seeming really creepy. Um, and like on the other side they either didn't see it, which you know whatever it's a, it's a bit of a loss I guess, but no harm or they saw it and didn't like you or didn't want to pursue it and now you've made it weird.
2: Um, but it also depends on how how badly you want to go out with her mm-hmm. you know if you really really like that person then there's no harm in just trying it out but if it's just like oh she's single and i'm single and you know she's here and i've known her like you know 10 years back and i know a common friend then that's a different thing altogether because even you you end up doing the same thing if you keep on sending same dms again and again So I just think that, you know, if you have some solution, why not just try it out? But just don't start haggling Martha, you know, or the friend and keep on, you know, harping on the fact, hey, what did she say? What did she say? What did she say? Just ask her once and you know what, this is what it is. I'm interested. Can you just check? By the way, you know, it's like, (laughs) just depends on, you know, how do you take it? But you're just asking. It's just a proposition. You're not asking like, hey, you know what? Like after 10 years, by the way, I would like to marry her. No, that's not (laughs) happening here. Just asking about a coffee or a drink.
0: I do think it is also very important, like with the question earlier, one and done. Like if you have to do it. And if you do do it, you you get one. You don't get to do any, you know, any follow-ups or any, you know, it's yeah. you ask and you take that answer and that's it. You don't harass them because at that point it's 100%. Like, cause there's kind of a gray zone. And I think the gray zone right now hinges a lot on how well, you know, the mutual friend. But once you've asked that, that has to be it.
2: Yeah. And it's also about how do you ask the friend?
0: Also true.
2: Yeah. So you still have to understand that because if you've not been in touch for 10 years, how do you... In- initiate the discussion are you also talking about the person or you're making the person feel as if you know what this guy just connected with me because of this reason or there's Hmm. something you know a mutual uh friendship that they can start from the here as well and that happens Hmm.
1: yeah it's funny because like i i don't know if i would have a big problem with this Hmm. as a man because like generally i'm not at as much risk as women are in terms of like creepy internet shit, <laughs> um, so it's it's interesting that you've taken a, taken a stance because I, I thought for sure you were you were going to be more hesitant. So it's it's cool that like you have this optimist look because <laughs> um, I don't know if like if I were to sort of empathize with the situation, I don't know how comfortable I would be if I was Bertha to give any information about my friend to a dude I barely know.
2: Yeah but but it's also about you know uh, Bertha she has a she's in a position to take the call whether that's she fair. wants to go and tell the friend and if she does not want to tell she doesn't want to tell the, the guy doesn't need to follow up the yeah. guy just needs to ask once and that's all that I'm asking for That's fair Yeah
1: Yeah I yeah I think I think the thing we can all agree on for sure is that like you don't get to though then like if Bertha doesn't respond to you, don't you don't get to go to like, you know Martha <laughs> and ask if, if Martha knows if Bertha got your message about Gertrude.
0: <laughs> that's true. It's one message and it's one one point of separation. You can't go any further than that. You're not I Kevin
2: really Bacon. Her otherwise,
1: because that's what like I don't know this this sort of mentality is what I would worry would lead to that kind of behavior where it's like oh anytime anything there's like you know you know Gertrude let's say they connect they go out for a drink is this guy now going to be and like Gertrude doesn't want a second date is you know Bertha now on the line to be like give a post date review to this guy to be like well did she say anything why she didn't want to see me again
0: well all of a sudden now Bertha is Gertrude's agent (laughs) and uh, (laughs) this guy's trying to get her in for new passion of the Christ that's what it sounds like now
2: yeah, but but, but but that's what I'm saying. You know, it's just like you just get one chance or one yeah. question or one favor to ask. That's it. So once you've asked, it's done.
0: Yeah, and like no matter what answer, unless the answer is a resounding yes, it's a no. And if it's a yes, then you move yeah. on and, you know, the, you cut Bertha out of this position of awkwardness in between and you, you just talk face-to-face, right?
2: Yeah, you yeah. know, it, it's similar like, you know, how on LinkedIn you ask somebody to refer you. For mm-hmm. a job. But you don't actually start giving an update. Hey, you know what? This was what was offered to me. This is my package. Or <laughs> these were like ten Ooh. questions that were asked to me. We don't do don't that Don't
0: send birth of your package. No. Oh my god, don't <laughs> send birth of your package. <laughs> um
1: so thank you very much, Jacoon, for joining us. Thank um um yeah. Up, yeah. Um do you do you have uh is it an easy to read out link for the the shop in the marketplace?
2: Absolutely. Or should
1: we just Yeah, perfect. Um so Ooh. please uh, Pitch us, pitch us Tickle Life again because mm-hmm. I think after this episode, people are going to be uh, very interested in visiting.
2: Um, so I think if you're looking out for answers, the kind of questions that were asked, or if you actually have no questions but you want to have like really interesting questions from from sexuality point of view, then you need to be on Tickle.life, which is a resource center for a lot and lot and lot of content, but just not content if you're trying to. Figure out more. You want to buy books, you want to attend events, you want to buy merchandise, you want to buy products, you want to buy art, which is sex positive, which is sexuality centric. Then please visit www.tickle.life. So you, that will take you to the main platform, and from there you can go on to the shop section.
1: Perfect. Yeah. Um, so again, thank you very much for joining us. I know it is very, very early <laughs> and or late for you.
2: <laughs>
0: it's like that perfect time between early and late, really.
2: <laughs> I can go for a run after this.
0: True. The sun will be up.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: But yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, this has been a lot of fun and like tickles yeah. great. Everyone I've kind of interacted with like over Twitter and through it, like either reading their stuff or like, you know, between comments or what they have posted or whatever, everyone seems so positive and like inclusive and, and nice. So it's been, it's been really fun. Like uh, kind of being a little part of it. So thank thanks you. for, thanks for that as
2: well. Thanks so much guys.
0: No worries. Well, have a lovely morning slash night.
2: <laughs> and you guys have a good night.
0: Yeah, Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye. All right. So before we go, I figured we'd do another installment of our Tinder red flag series. Yeah. We didn't want to subject Shakun to that. I, you know what? I think we probably should have, I think she would have (laughs) been, she she would have been down. She would have been so down. Um, Let me see what I've got for everyone this week. Again, thank you to everybody who, uh, who sent these in because y'all are great. Do you have one for me or do you want me to just No, you go? All right. So again, I'm going to read it to you. You tell me what you think. This is Felicia. 30. I don't think guys really read this crap lol, but sure. I am female. I do have to. I do have to awesome ass boys. I assume she means I do have two awesome ass boys, but Mm -hmm. it's T.O. I'm not sure. I shouldn't delve into this. I should let you do this. I'm extremely sarcastic. Don't know how to take a damn thing seriously. Enjoys random fun. Don't really need a guy. Just looking for a guy to have fun with. I was told I should look for a chef because all I seem to do is eat all the time. No bloody vegans. It's just not right.
1: Uh, Well, okay. Um, (laughs) There's uh, like, it's a roller coaster, right? Like where I'm just like, okay, you've you've disclosed that you have two children, which is fine. And I think Mm -hmm. important to get out there. Um, but then the like, I like I don't even, like I remember dipping again after that where it was like oh the random fun thing yeah enjoys random I, fun I can't don't take know. anything seriously I'm mm-hmm. like well you are a mother <laughs> so <laughs> I hope you I hope you take a few things seriously well not spelling clearly um sarcasm usually means. bad things like usually when someone's like oh i'm sarcastic it's It's like like, okay i'm an asshole you're you're annoying most likely like people who are sarcastic don't need to broadcast it yeah generally um i'm you know what i'm gonna say bye felicia
0: oh yeah i think there's like the the vegan thing was a weird departure
1: i'm not yeah i'm not even gonna touch that because like yeah I don't know. It's such a weird fucking thing to, to bring up. It's yeah. Like, right. Either you are, or you're not and fucking let people do it. It'd be like choosing literally any other social or, you know, lifestyle preference.
0: Mm-hmm. But like, even like, no, even if this. it came up at some point and you were like, Oh, I'm out. That would be weird. But like, it hasn't come up. You're the one bringing it up. That's how strongly you feel about vegans. That's really strange. Felicia. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, I think there was like a a nice little peppering of red flags throughout. And then they just nailed the coffin home at Mm -hmm. the end. All right. How about this? This is maybe I shouldn't use people's actual names. I guess it doesn't really matter.
1: It's just their first name.
0: This is Blaine.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) All right. Red flag already.
0: Strictly reviewing girlfriend applications to get through this Corona situation. Must be funny, adventurous, symptom-free, and not interested in touching their own face. Some stuff about me. I have toilet paper, food, a crib, an abundance of firewood. I really like to squat and deadlift, and I can sing a song or two occasionally. Oh, and trees are the best ever. He's an arborist. With all the health guidelines, we can easily skip right to the point in the relationship where we never touch.
1: Huh. That's actually pretty good.
0: Right? He brought it back. I, I actually really like this one
1: i I judge Blaine too harshly first name
0: you know what he he had to live through decades of being blaine he's 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 evened out yeah. he's lost his edges no, I'm saying yeah, no, it's, green it's flags. Like,
1: it's, yeah, it's pretty funny.
0: I was sent this one and I was like this is good date him um all right, how wild do you want the next one to get?
1: I want it as wild as you got
0: all right, well that's not it uh. <laughs> Myself summary Hey, I'm looking for an owner. Someone who 100% owns my body and can do anything they want with it. Make me your 24-7 slave. Abuse me. Do anything. I want someone who wants to cut me, piss on me, break my bones, beat me black and blue, drown me, drain the life out of my eyes forever. If you're interested in that last part, let me know, smiley face. Yes, I'm serious. I know it's extremely fucked up, but it's what I'm looking for.
2: Whoa.
1: Yeah. I mean, I was... At first, it was like, "Ah, oh, that's that's intense, but that's okay because, like, yeah, you know it's like confident sub,
0: and sexy and then terrifying,
1: yeah, like Dom sub stuff exists, and that's totally fine. um, and usually that kind of talk is like, you know, exaggerated, embellished, yeah, um, but the, when you get into bone breaking territory and then you know, death, yeah, I mean, that's that's sort of like the slippery slope, right? where you know the the whole point of dom sub is like it's no it's not really like a lasting pain you Mm -hmm. do it safely like no one is getting into these dom sub relationships at least not healthy ones and Mm -hmm. like actually hurting their their partners yeah that's not that's not the point of it (laughs) no
0: yeah it was really it got me i don't know it's super dark so i was considering not reading that one out but it just took that turn right
1: yeah, and I want to talk about because, like, if this is something that you're interested in, okay, I think there might be some mental health issues if you want to be cut by people. But there's a danger inherently of doing this with someone who absolutely has no idea what they're doing, or with someone who has absolutely no regard for your safety, mm-hmm. which apparently you don't either. Um, and this could this could end very badly.
0: Yeah, with the wrong person, like you, you know. Some people will take that literally and like, I don't think you should want that literally because death is pretty, it's a pretty big deal. Um, but yeah, I don't know. But yeah, red flags everywhere there For, for themselves, for us.
1: Yeah. Like I'm, I'm just genuinely concerned for this person now.
0: Yeah. Can you imagine like you're one of those people that just like, you know, swipes really quickly and didn't really pay attention and then saw their picture and was like, okay, cool. And like never read that and ended up on a first date.
1: And you're people. just being really nice with them, like open yeah. the floor for them, they're like pop oh. the flowers.
0: Yeah. But they keep thinking everything you're doing is gonna like lead to somewhere sinister, so they're just like
1: waiting. Yeah, you walk <laughs> them home and just be like, Hey, just so you know, like I don't I don't like kissing on the first date. So uh I'm just gonna give you a really nice hug. And you, then you get like an ass out hug <laughs> and then that's it. And you get like a, a text being like, Hey, I'm home safe.
0: had a great night (laughs) let me know when you're home safe but then you read it all sinister like oh i'm not gonna make it home it's like no this was a lovely date (laughs) all right last one yep let me baptize you in this pussy
1: alternatively
0: let's have depression naps on my futon my anthem pretty girls put boys in cemeteries
1: oh wow (laughs) i definitely thought the baptism was gonna be semen and not <laughs> no. not vaginas. No. Also, we all know that if you're really horny, you'd be baptizing me in boob juice <laughs> in horny milk. Yeah. Please. Um it's one of those things where it's like I it could just be funny. Mhm. You know what I mean? Um I think anytime anyone jokes about depression, it's a yeah. bit unnerving. One either because like you have it or two you're making light of a very serious mental
0: illness mm-hmm. also it's just like the kind of people i find who are who like tend to like almost fetishize depression in that kind of way like oh i'm so depressed let's be depressed together let's have depression nap. you know like if they if they do have depression and this is their way of kind of like making light of it or like coming to terms with it. that's fine but if you are just one of those people who's like you know some people like really like depression as like a personality trait almost, and yeah. when they don't, you know what I mean. I'm probably wording this wrong, but I'm sure you get what I mean.
1: I know. Um, what you're
0: so that always drives me off a little bit. So yeah. red flag. If that, otherwise, it's a pretty funny one.
1: Yeah. Um. No. 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 All right. So thank, thank you guys. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, thank you very much this... for joining us. Are you just I'm, echoing are me? Are you now? just echoing me now? What the fuck is happening? <laughs> have we finally reached that point in our we <laughs> have. <laughs> we have. I guess uh, thanks again to Shakun from tickle.life for joining us. Um it was a pleasure and uh please go and take a second to look into the site and I promise you you'll spend more than a second there because there is literally so much to to look at and read and and shop and and do everything you want to do on that site if you if you enjoy our podcast and you enjoy sex positive atmospheres and communities i don't think you would uh be able to find a better one than tickle.life online
0: yeah it's it's great and i mentioned earlier but like all our experiences have been overwhelmingly positive obviously Shakun is great um like, yeah, couldn't, couldn't, recommend enough and we're on it. So that's always a nice
1: bonus. If you have a question and you want to send it in to us for us to answer for you, uh, you can hit us up on Facebook at FCK buddies podcast. You can find us on Twitter at FCK underscore buddies. Uh, you can email us at F podcast at gmail.com, or you can visit us online at F podcast.com or plenty of beef.ca.
0: Thank you to Josh Eagle and the harvest cities for their song paper stars. All right. I'm going to hit you with a quick
1: that sex writing? Yeah, let's do it.
0: Okay. So this is by Didier Decoin, which I believe we've had on before. Katsuro moaned as a bulge formed beneath the material of his kimono. A bulge Miyuki seized, kneaded, massaged, squashed, and crushed. With the fondling, Katsuro's penis and testicles became one single mound that rolled no. around beneath the grip of her hand. Mayuki felt as though she was manipulating a small monkey that was curling up its paws.
1: The f- <laughs> I don't even know how that- Small I, monkey. I, what? I, What's the paws? The balls? I don't- I don't know. But the balls shouldn't be like- They're not dexterous. I-
0: Well, she turned them into one mound. One single mound somehow. And she crushed I mean, them and squashed them. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. It's probably one of the most uncomfortable I've been reading one of these because, like, I'm just imagining it. My balls hurt thinking about it.
1: Yeah, it's like when I think kimonos, I think of freedom. You know what I mean? I think I think of testicular uh, liberation. Mm -hmm. And this is
0: the opposite. This is punishment.
1: I don't Mm -hmm. want anyone to ever treat my penis and testicles like a monkey curling his paws.
0: No. Also, I don't think you should crush a monkey. Especially when it's doing hey, something hey, cute hey. that sounds like it's curling up its paws. If it's a, if
1: it's a, if it's a small monkey, it deserves to be crushed. Have, have you there. seen gorillas? They'd crush us in a second. It's true. But I don't think they should. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, to finish this off, I've got a choice <laughs> comment from Pornhub. Um, this comes from Pornhub user Pacific Donuts. And they say, wait, if that's the stepdaughter of the mother, doesn't that mean that that's the biological father of the daughter? Uh, my name is now Spain. What? My name and my name is Dane Miller. Oh, we've been your fuck buddies. Goodbye. How dare you? <laughs>